Welcome to The Wisdom Journey with Stephen Davey. Stephen is teaching through the Bible in this daily series. Have you ever learned an important lesson from what seemed like a simple event in life? Jesus told you that everyday moments of life should cause you to reflect upon eternity and your relationship with Him. The unexpected moments point you to the urgency of trusting Jesus. This lesson is called Learning from Unexpected Moments in Life. Well, as we begin to take our wisdom journey through Luke chapter 13, I'm struck by the fact that Jesus will use unexpected events in life to draw people to himself. In fact, the Lord is about to use some unexpected events to teach some some very practical lessons to you and me today. First, let me point out that Jesus addresses an unexpected evil, a calamity. Verse 1 says, There were some present at that very time who told him about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. Now we know from history that Pilate would kill Jewish people who threatened his rule. And more than likely, uh, these Galileans here were planning some sort of uprising or revolt against Rome. And no doubt people were saying, well, you know, they had it coming. They were plotting some kind of, of revolt. They were, they were sinful uh, men. What Jesus says here in verse 2, do you think that these Galileans were worse sinners than all the other Galileans because they suffered in this way? No, I tell you. But unless you repent— you will all likewise perish. In other words, Jesus is saying, stop trying to figure out if they deserve to die. The question is whether or not you're ready to die and meet your maker. Now, now with this, we're given next here in Luke's gospel an unexpected accident. Evidently, a tower fell over, killing several people, and everyone's wondering, well, why would God let this happen? Well, Jesus says here in verse 4, Or those 18 on whom the tower in Siloam fell and killed them, do you think that they were worse offenders than all the others who lived in Jerusalem? No, I tell you. But unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. Now, we also know from history that Pilate at one point had built an aqueduct in Jerusalem to the pool of Siloam. And he paid for it by stealing money from the temple treasury. So this tower, more than likely connected to that building project, collapsed, and it killed 18 people. Well, the implication is that many people believe these Jewish carpenters and masons working on this project were being paid with this stolen money from the temple. So, well, they're traitors to the nation, and they deserve to die. Again, Jesus doesn't get involved in in any of that debate. He just asks the question, well, what if that tower had fallen on you? What's going to happen when you stand before God one day? What Jesus says here in verse 5, you'd better repent or else you will all likewise perish. 
You know, this principle is true to this day. When bad things happen, accidents occur, people ask, you know, why did God allow that to happen? Well, if Jesus were here today, he would say, well, the real point is what's going to happen to you if that had happened and you had died? Are you ready to meet God? Well, now the Lord delivers a parable in which he describes an unexpected mercy. Beginning here in verse 6, he tells of a fig tree that hasn't produced any fruit for three years. The owner of the vineyard tells his gardener to cut it down. But the gardener, you know, pleads for a little mercy, so to speak, and allow the tree to live one more year, and he's going to give it some special attention. Now, the Jewish people here would have known Jesus was speaking to them about their own fruitless spiritual condition. See, the fig tree for centuries has been a symbol of Israel, all the way back to Micah chapter 7. Well, this unfruitful fig tree is a reference to the unrepentant nation of Israel. Cutting it down is a picture of judgment. But what's unexpected here is that God is going to extend his mercy just a little while longer. One author called this parable the gospel of the second chance until the final chance. Well, what about you today? Eventually, one more chance to give your life to Jesus Christ is going to become your final chance. His mercy is not going to last forever. Well, now with that, we have an unexpected miracle here in verse 10. Now he was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath, and behold, there was a woman who had a disabling spirit for 18 years. She was bent over and could not fully straighten herself. Now, this disabling spirit isn't possessing her. Jesus doesn't cast out a demon here. In fact, uh, in verse 16, Jesus is going to call her a daughter of Abraham. In other words, she's a woman of true faith in God. She's really more like Job. He was physically tormented by the demonic world, but only by God's permission. He wasn't possessed by a demon. Well, the Lord has reserved her healing for this moment in in this synagogue as evidence that he's the Messiah. Verse 12 says, he called her over and said to her, woman, you are freed from your disability. And he laid his hands on her and immediately she was made straight and she glorified God. Well, if you can imagine it, the synagogue leader isn't happy about this at all. In fact, he's angry. He's angry supposedly because Jesus healed on the Sabbath. Well, Jesus calls out his hypocrisy, and he he points out the fact here that the synagogue leader would take care of his donkey on the Sabbath, so why not help this poor woman on the Sabbath? This Jewish leader is actually angry because he knows this miracle proves who Jesus is. See, this miracle is a taste of the Lord's kingdom power. In fact, Jesus uses this healing to begin teaching about his his kingdom. The Lord says here in verse 18, what is the kingdom of God like? Well, it's like a grain of mustard seed that a man took and sowed in his garden, and it grew and became a tree, and the birds of the air made nests in its branches. In other words, it starts out small, but it grows into a magnificent shelter. It's rescued one one woman here, but one day it's going to provide shelter all around the world for millions of people. Now, now it's just a 
you know, just the size of a little little pinhead of seed. But just wait, beloved. The kingdom will one day cover the entire earth. Well, next, here in verse 21, the Lord says the kingdom is like yeast in bread. That is, it's, it's currently unseen, but it's, it's working. And it works from the inside out. And one day, it'll affect everything. You see, one day the Lord's kingdom on earth will include Jews and, and Gentiles, believers from all around the world who've claimed the Lord as their Messiah. In fact, some time ago I met a young man who was born of Jewish and Gentile parents. He was raised in Judaism, but he began to wonder as a young adult if Jesus was indeed the Messiah. He began attending the shepherd's church and and then asked to meet with me. I I assigned him a book to read that gave him the basics of Christianity, and frankly, I thought it would give him something to think about for a month or so. Well, he was back three days later. I gave him another book to read and also assigned him to begin reading the Gospel of John. I thought that'd take care of him for a while, but he was back a week later. After another meeting of questions and answers, I gave him even more to read, and again, he read it all within days. He came to see me and and told me he was ready for something more to read, And, and I just sensed the Lord's Spirit impressing me to tell him, well, there was nothing more he needed to read. He didn't need more information. He needed to make a decision. He told me he wasn't ready. And after I prayed for him in my office, he left. And frankly, I didn't think I'd ever see him again. Then I received a note from him a few weeks later. And he wrote that after leaving church one Sunday morning, after I'd preached on this same text here in the Gospel of Luke, urging people to make a decision for Christ, he was stopped at a red light. And right there at that intersection, he gave his life to Jesus Christ. He ended his note by writing to me, no more waiting. The matter is settled with God. Well, let me tell you, that's the message here in Luke chapter 13. Life is filled with unexpected evil, unexpected disasters, unexpected turns, and even unexpected death. Frankly, we don't know what God's going to allow in in, in this world, what he's going to do. But there is one thing that, that we can expect him to do. The Bible says that if you confess your sins, you can expect him to forgive you. 1 John 1, 9. The Bible says that whoever calls upon the name of the Lord, well, you can expect him to save you. Romans chapter 10, verse 13. Maybe you're listening to me right now and, and you're at a red light in your automobile. Let me encourage you right where you are. Don't wait any longer. Confess Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And let me tell you, if you do, you can expect him to hear you and answer you and settle it forever. Well, until our wisdom journey continues next time, beloved, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen.
That was Stephen Davey in a lesson called Learning from Unexpected Moments in Life. I hope you were encouraged as you listened. If you have a comment, a question, or would like more information, you can send us an email if you address it to info at wisdomonline.org. We have a special place on our website where Stephen answers questions that have come in from listeners like you. If you come across a passage that's confusing or encounter a teaching that you need to have clarified, Stephen would like to help you. In fact, you might enjoy going online and looking at what other people have asked and reading those answers. It might be that someone had the exact same question as you. But anytime you have a question regarding the Bible or the Christian faith, send that question to info at wisdomonline.org. Once Stephen has answered it, we'll add it to the collection. Join us next time on The Wisdom Journey 